NASCAR drivers. I mean, they have to be told to turn on their engines. I thought they're supposed to know cars. Hi, welcome to Judd and Your Buds, the only podcast that can stop and no one notice. I'm your host, Judd, and we are sitting here in my studio, uh, also aka my apartment, <laughs> with another guest. He is a comedian. He's a podcaster. He's Gen Z. I bl- are you Gen Z? I'm millennial. You're millennial? Yeah, 96. Cu- Ooh. I'm right on the you're cusp. cusper. Right you're a cusper. Cusp, yeah. I identify as my millennial. Michael Cusper. (laughs) (laughs) Give it up for Michael Cusky, everybody. Michael, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. This is fun, not being the host. Yeah, this is better. so much better. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to do mine anymore. So you're a comedian here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. How long have you been a comedian for? Just over a year. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy how quickly it came Do you celebrate your year? No. I celebrate very little. Like, I'm not a person who really wants to show off any accolade. It's not really an accolade. It's But, like, I'm not going to be like, I've been in here years. Everyone give me praise. I will never be that person. It's so funny because it's also something that you choose to do. Like, yeah. it's not like you were chosen for it. Yeah. So it's like you just went to an open mic. Exactly. And, like, you're like, well, a year ago I went to an open mic. I was like, oh. Exactly. I, I, it hit me when I, I would, like, the year of my first show. Uh, the first time I got booked, I was like, oh, about a year ago today, I did my first show. And then I went to another open mic. <laughs> I just, oh, man, it's it's like going on 11 or 12 years for me. So, like, now it's – I couldn't even tell you when I started, like, what the first time was. Oh. I know there's video of it. I probably look at that, but – There's pictures of my first one. I had uh, Joshua Buckhalter take pictures of my first one just so I could prove to my friends that I did it. Yeah. Dude, I'm sitting on a bar stool. I have a hat on forward down – a mask on and then there's a mic condom on oh yeah cause it you started was, during covid yeah times. it was so bad yeah <laughs> it was, that's rough. i got like two comments like oh that that could work and i was i blacked out well it's also very hard mics were had like a rubber thing on them and you were wearing a mask so like your inflection or like how you say something is just muffled <laughs> so much day one they're like if you're gonna wear a hat when you do comedy it's got to be up so they can see your eyes especially with there being a mask on because that's the only thing they have to notice like you have like you said any inflection you like during covid you don't understand how much your face is part of your joke oh yeah it's wild you know like people like oh did you practice in the mirror I'm like no but thinking about it a lot of people need that because that's all they go off of oh yeah they're not moving yeah, the people who just stand there and just dead. I and I still do it sometimes when I'm doing something brand new, and I'm still so new at this. Or you just deadpan. I'm like, please remember everything I thought to say. <laughs> just, uh, and then today, and then tomorrow, and then. But yeah, it, it was it was hard, especially when you're brand new and you're like, the your material sucks. Yeah, you don't even have like a funny face to go off of. So growing up, you grew up in Milwaukee, right? Franklin, Franklin Wisconsin. Yeah, very Milwaukee. nice. And then you went to UW Madison. Correct. Yes. Do you ever wish that uh, you went to Marquette because you're the not most Marquette-looking person there is? <laughs> not even a little bit, no. You look more Marquette than the people who went to Marquette. That's, honestly, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. <laughs> you're like, Hoffman went to Marquette. 
You tell me I look like Ben Hoffman. You look more <laughs> like Marquette, and Ben Hoffman looks like he would, he should win the Madison. Maybe it's because I was in a fraternity that might oh, help. Oh, you were in fraternity. Yeah. What fraternity? Uh, SIGAP for for the layman's. I know what that means, yeah. obviously, but you should say what SIGAP uh, is. Sig- Sigma Phi Epsilon. Oh. That sounds way worse. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like we <laughs> <laughs> do the full thing. We when I joined it, we got kicked off. I want to say nine months later. They were, they were starting to make an example of all the fraternities on campus, and they kicked us off, which honestly I'm thankful for because I just got closer with a smaller group of guys instead of having, I don't know, 60 new people every year that you have to pretend to be friends with, and I'm not good at doing that. The people that come in, they want they have like some notion of what they think fraternities are. That was me. I didn't do it till sophomore year. I was against it. I was very much against it. A lot of people think fraternity, the best way I can put it, is it's what you make it. You can be that diehard frat bro, or you can be like, hey, I just met 25 really cool guys that I'll probably get along with better than anyone else on the campus. Yeah, that's fair. Because you, it is a trial and error kind of thing. Um, if Were you in one? No. So basically, I mean, I didn't do the trial and error part, but you go to a bunch of different houses, parties beforehand, and you kind of just, they feel you out, you feel them out. And it's then just, they vote uh, for who they, they want. want. Yes. Yeah, and they make a list. It's not that hard. It's, I mean, if you can drink and you're social, you could probably, you'll get into one for sure. There are better houses than others, ones that are like, you have a better reputation of being more fun, and that helps with talking to and, girls. And they want, they want you. They want that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. It's, it's honestly like the NFL draft. It's basically, it's the combine. It's what you're going through. Like, how fast can you run your 40, or how fast can you do a beer bong? Yeah. What's your best drinking game then? Ah, uh, my best one, best game while I'm drinking, and then a best drinking game darts. I'm amazing at like they're just just playing darts. Um, my favorite beer die. Well, how are you at beer darts? I like beer darts too. It's just downtown Madison. You don't have a lot of area to go be throwing darts at people's feet unless you're in the <laughs> middle of the road. We used to do the garage, but we used to get a thing of styrofoam and put it right in front of our feet because it just skips right off the garage floor. Yeah, that's smart. That's yeah. smart. We went to um, a cabin up north once, and <laughs> our buddy, basically, like out of a movie, like Animal House, just wound up and it stuck in his hand and went right into the guy's leg next to him. I've, I mean, it's I've seen it so many times. I've seen feet. The, the best one was, it was, everyone was out except the two corner people. Yeah. So you have to chuck pretty oh, far. Oh, you got you to throw it hard. This dude just kind of wound up and like put arch on it and just overestimated it and it stuck in the dude's thigh. <laughs> just so high. Just straight up thigh. That says more about the guy who got stuck with it than anything. <laughs> yeah, They're like, oh, that's <laughs> definitely going to hit me. And you're like. Yeah, that was fun. No, I mean, we played every game you can think of. But Beard Eye is definitely my favorite. Beard Eye is fun. Beard Eye is more of a slower built game, though. Yes, it's more of an athletic game. I think what, that's you why like I day like drinking, it. So that's it's, a perfect day drinking game. It's the perfect game. day drinking game. Yeah, yeah, fair. So is darts, though. Beard darts is Beard a lot of fun, too. too. Yeah, I like that. I, I We did beer darts a lot. We did a thing called beer ball, which was like I was on the baseball team in college, so we did a lot of like – it was just basically a wiffle ball, and as soon as the ball hits the bat, the on-deck batter drinks. Okay. And then that's how you count your runs is how many cans are, are finished. I like that. So as I like soon that as the lot. ball is caught, they stop drinking. And there's literally three outs. So if you hit a fall ball, you're out. Or you swing and miss, you're out. And it's pitcher's hand. And the batter can keep going until he gets out. 
and the batter and the on deck batter keeps drinking as soon as the ball hits the bat. I like that a lot. It's a lot of that, it's a lot what, of fun. There's not as much running as people think there is because you're not like running. It's bases. probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah, it was a we used to have tournaments of that. It was, it was a lot of fun. That's why I love like going to other people's colleges. I didn't do it a ton, but seeing how they basically played their drinking games like i've never played that but that's definitely something if i went to like wherever you went to college and be like hey we're playing this today that's what we do and i'd be like i would bring that back to my campus and be like we're boys we're doing this <laughs> and they're like we fucking love this it's a lot of fun we used to we used to do some like crazy stuff and everyone plays like fucking beer, beer pong, pong different yeah. everyone plays it honestly different. not my favorite beer pong's fun if you're in a groove but the minute you're like, I haven't hit a cup for like three throws, you're like, fuck this game. There's been times where you're just, you run the table. Oh, yeah. And you miss people that are at the party. A hundred percent. You're like, because you, it's such a guy thing. You're like, I'm, I'm winning. I have to keep going. <laughs> and you're like, there's a whole other party here. And like you said, an hour later, you're like, who is here? Like, we all went to the bars, dude. I was like talking to somebody and they're like, yeah, I was at that party. And I was like. Were you? You're like, yeah, you wouldn't leave the beer pong table <laughs> for like three hours. <laughs> it's like, you call it bags or cornhole? Bags. Yeah, I'm bags too. Yeah. It's like that. Like once you start winning, you're like, I'm staying here. You're the greatest player ever. You know? Yeah. We should start We should start a team. Absolutely. You know? And be on ESPN3 or whatever it has, the, the cornhole championship. Oh, you think you're so goddamn athletic when you're drinking too? No. You think anything you do that is it's even just remotely. top tier. And you look at it from an outsider's point of view and they're all like look at these drunk fucks <laughs> well we have to talk about it you are big on tiktok because of Kinda, selena gomez yeah it's partly selena partly me in a penis costume talking about hamsters but yeah i think selena put me in the algorithm let's, let's get it out there are you, are you team Haley or team selena so i think that's why that video is getting hits again <laughs> because I don't really know what's going on. I tried looking it up, and it's all... You ever, like, see drama on a TikTok, and, like, you're weirdly curious. You hate yourself that you're curious for it. You click on whatever that search thing is, and it's just, like, 16-year-old girls trying to explain something to you, and they don't actually get to anything. That's where I It got. makes you feel dumb, right? Oh, my God. I, I don't feel like I'm in touch with anything that's going on they, right now. I, I watched a video on it. Basically, what I've gathered... And this is like the dumb Judd version of it, which is I'm glad probably, you're giving me the probably <laughs> very wrong. Obviously, they say Haley has met Selena before, like when she was a kid, because she's Stephen Baldwin's kid, one of the Baldwin brothers. That wouldn't surprise me. So she's been in love with Selena for the longest time, and then Selena apparently didn't acknowledge her at a party one time when she was a kid, and then she has a bunch of like tweets that say I hate Selena Gomez. And then, but she was also in love with Justin Bieber from, the, from you know, just being a fan. So then her whole thing was getting close to Justin. Then she finally did when she became an adult and got to be there. So, but now she hates Selena and is trying to copy her. Like, Selena had a makeup brand. So then Haley had a makeup brand. Selena had put a G tattoo behind her ear. Then Haley got a G tattoo behind her ear. Then she was hanging out with Kendall or Kylie Jenner, one of the Jenners. And Selena posted a uh, thing about her makeup product, about her lips. And on Instagram, then you see Kylie Jenner's story being like, why would I want my lips to look like that? Gross. And it got deleted very quickly. And everyone says, oh, that was because of, uh, she was hanging out with Haley. And 
So then there's like a bunch of drama and comments underneath people's that, but that's basically what it is. And I'm t- Team Selena. Oh, I Team die. Selena, because it doesn't seem like she even knows what's going on either. Also, she has lupus. So, you so know? you're telling me this is just like a 12 year old's vendetta against? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, like you know what? I'm gonna fucking marry her future boyfriend that she doesn't even know she's gonna have. But that's also weird though. Like if you're, you know, who was your who was like a crush you had celebrity when you were a kid, like a high school crush. High school, when I was in high school, I mean, obvious Megan Fox or uh, Julianne Huff from Fo- the Footloose remake. Okay. I was obsessed with her. I was like, That's- and then imagine just being so obsessed to trying to go and marry this person. Yeah, that's a restraining order kind of behavior. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm Team Selena. Quite frankly, I don't care. Do you think she's gonna watch this? You think she's gonna no hear this? Absolutely not. <laughs> I mean, she used my shit, and I tried asking her on the podcast. I didn't get anything. Um, I feel like I had to. Shoot your shot. How crazy if she would have came on the podcast? Oh, my God. I think the whole podcast would have just been me, like, just... What would, like, yeah, what having would a you str- say to Selena Gomez? Why are you here? <laughs> I invited you, but why are you here? Why did you come? <laughs> Is something going wrong? That's fair. It. I, I honestly don't know what I would say. I would go about it every other podcast I've done and just turn it on. I think I would quit podcasting. Just be done after that yeah. episode? I'd be what? like, all right, I have to start yeah, a new hit show. The peak. Like, literally fat chance I get anyone better than this. There's no... I'm going to tell you right now, you can put Avery Rapier on there a thousand times, yeah. but it's not going to get any better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's Gomez. It's... I don't know what I would have done. Even if she would have replied saying, if I'm ever in town... I probably would have DM'd her every week until I had a restraining yeah, order. Are you in town? Looking at her tour schedule, like, you're not on tour yet. And like, yeah, no <laughs> Just shit. Just so Sherlock. happens I'm in also Oklahoma <laughs> today. Yeah, that shit was crazy, though. I didn't even know it happened until my buddies told me. How long did you know? Did you not know? Like, was it a day? I don't know if she posted it that day. I think it was that day. But I, I was at work, and my buddy texted me, and... It's a buddy I don't talk to very often, but he just texted me a Selena TikTok. I'm like, why are you sending me this, Joe? And I opened it. I'm like, shut the fuck up. And I ran and into the office, and I looked at like my TikTok. I'm like, is anyone using this? It did nothing for that video, really. But the amount of text messages I got that day was, it was like I was dying. It's crazy. It was cool. That's pretty nice, though. I, mean, yeah. I always wanted to see how people would text me if i died was other people using your voice? yeah other other people have used it we okay. can go through it if you want no other people i don't i don't give two shits about i it, think some I of my favorite clean. ones that used it i think my favorite one was adam richmond from man versus food oh yeah shit. that's cool yeah, yeah, yeah i was yeah. like dude i'm actually a fan this is awesome <laughs> <laughs> you're my guy Fury. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're my oh i love Triple D's, oh, it's a great show. Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, Guy Fieri. I've never seen it. Oh my to god, be it's like the perfect hangover show or late night. Like I'm, I'm hungry. What do I make? And that's like, wild. Oh, I want to try this. You always hoped it like came to Wisconsin. You're like, where can I go? <laughs> Bar Rescue came to Wisconsin. You ever see Bar Rescue? Yeah, that was a fucking fun show. Anywhere near here? I think it was Milwaukee. That was someplace in Milwaukee. They should try Loaded Slate. Did you hear what happened there? I thought it's down. I thought it is. Do you know why? Why? Someone got shot, I think, nine or 11 times in the doorway. Holy shit. I had, like, went there. It was my favorite place. I don't like going out where I live usually. It's very Marchetti. Um, yeah. Very college yeah. And I'm kind of just over that. I like being out. It's fun. But when it's all college kids, I'm like, I'm over this. But Loaded Slate, it's just it's that hole in the wall, and it's 
the grimiest people go there, yeah. and I love it. And a lot of industry, like a lot of servers yes. and other bartenders go to Lotus. That's why I like, I used to bartend. And so I'm like, I know these people. This yeah. is fun. And I always got way too drunk there. It's just great stories. But I was there the week before it happened. And <laughs> my roommate texted me, he goes, someone got shot in the doorway. Just point blank. Boom, 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 boom. What the? And that week before the owner gave me his business card and was like, hey, do you want to buy this bar? So I don't know if he's the one who shot him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I think we need to start an investigation right now. Yeah, this is some tax. I have uh, the business cards at my mom's. I don't know how I gave it to my brother. You I should think. text him right now and be like, "Hey, I'll buy. I'll it. buy that bar." <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what happened. Like, if you can, or if it's still just like, yeah, that's rough. I remember Rock Bottom. They had like rats in their food or something like that. Rats in in their food. I don't. I don't. Don't <laughs> quote me on that, but I think so. Thousand percent rats. Like, in I don't food. think this is a shrimp taco. It's got its tail. <laughs> it was something like that. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, and that place is no longer too. There's, I only I only got drinks there once. I never actually got food there. I'm glad. Well, it's, it's they used to have a D rating on on their like on the first thing you know either a or a b they had a d how long can you have that kind of rate i don't know but like, like and it, you get strikes yeah but imagine it's being like oh we have a d now we have to put it out for yeah. everyone to see it's just can the worst you imagine growing up and you get like a d on your paper and you're like all right stand up billy and show <laughs> yeah, everyone to, you got a d you tape it to your chest i'm dumb uh that's fun so we i do have some other things i did want to talk about Haley selena mm-hmm. but we're all, all Team Selena, for sure. We d- I do have some news topics that I want to talk to you about. Are you a big MMA fan? I find it interesting. I don't know enough about Good. it. <laughs> UFC president Dana White says slap fighting is the next big thing in combat sports. Do you know what slap fighting yeah. is? Yeah? It, all right. It so, looks like CTE waiting to happen. Does it? They hold hand, like they hold like a joystick that they have to hold onto with one arm. Oh, yeah. I've seen some videos where I'm like, oh, that's a fault. I'm like, what's the fault? They're just slapping the shit out of each other. Like, the fact that there are some rules in these sports. You can't. I I don't think you can turn away too quick. It's wild. But my question is who in the Milwaukee comedy scene could you beat in a slap fight? Josh Siegel. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. I mean, you guys are both. I mean, you're taller than him. Yeah. I'm taller than him. I would like to think I'm a little bit more physically gifted than him. Yeah. Um, he seems scrappy. He does seem scrappy, but Gosh, he seems scrappy. like he'd, he'd like pinch and bite, pull your ears. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. That or he'd just like scream in your ear so loud that oh. he'd disable you like that. I, I love Josh, but every time he gets the mic, it still sh- surprises me. If it I still shocks me. If I host and I call his name up, as I shake his hand, I go like this. Two. One. Boom, and he screams <laughs> every time. I got it down. Once you grab the mic, it's like a second and a half, and then you've lost your eardrums. Yeah. But I like it. It's unique. It's very unique. Yeah. It's so him. Well, that's all I've known of him. It's also a very attention-grabbing. Because, I oh, mean, I- like a lot of people have different styles of how they gravitate to the audience. Mm-hmm. He makes his presence Makes known. it known, and then, yeah. you're, then you're like, all right, what is he saying? <laughs> what is and, and But also, he has the energy... The entire... The whole way. I don't know how. I've never... Imagine him doing 45 minutes of that. Does he have a heart attack or like a stroke? His voice is gone for sure. There's no way he could do multiple shows in a night. A comedian friend of mine, his name is Morgan J. I just saw him last night. He's a a singer. 
he does singing and and basically does crowd work into the songs and he's very funny he i was like why don't you do because he just did one show at the improv and i was like why don't you do a full weekend and he goes because they want you to do two two shows a night and his voice can't I, yeah. like his voice can't do it he goes i wouldn't survive the weekend i need to do one show a night so yeah. he has time to recruit i would imagine the same thing with seagull yeah I mean, after the initial scream, I think his, like, <laughs> voice meter goes down 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're given an hour based on your energy, he loses 15 minutes after 15 seconds. He swings hard, and I like it. It's funny. I couldn't do it. I no. couldn't do it. All right, more news. Did you see that two podcasters in Houston had an SUV crash into their set while podcasting? Still has, like, 500 views on YouTube. <laughs> What you got to do for content these days is insane. If you're wondering, they were two white men. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's a video of them. Basically, they're in a, some cafe podcasting, and some old person just had the throttle stuck and couldn't, couldn't like undo their, their throttle right into the cafe as, as they're podcasting. How long did they go after they, it crashed? They... Moved around. Basically, if you see the video, they moved around very slowly. Like, this, the in car shock. is behind them. Yeah. They move around, and then they grab the mics, and they go, I think we got it all on camera. <laughs> and I'm like, man. If you're fine, and whoever's in the car is fine, I'd be like, listen, man, you want to hop on? Because it's not getting any better than this. You quit podcasting after that, too. <laughs> you, Yeah, you got to get an interview with the driver. Absolutely. Like, first, hey, man, you're going to prison soon. Do you want to say yeah. something? What's your last? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you might want to give us your rebuttal to what the fuck just happened now. <laughs> because by the looks of this, they're it's, not going to buy it. Yeah, it's it. not going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think podcasting should always be hit with cars. I think that's how I end this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know Ever where. Ever see the podcast outside? The where pod- they where they podcast outside? No, it was during COVID. They basically started doing podcasts, outside, and they just do people on the street. And they've had like, just was that ho- because of COVID? They're like outside safer, but that they met with strangers. Oh yeah, like homeless people. <laughs> like they go on this podcast. <laughs> it was wild. Okay, <laughs> it's but it's a funny podcast. You know, yeah. like it's gotten popular. Like Nick Kroll was on it and stuff, and he just yeah. It, honestly, it takes like it, it sounds bad. It takes like one video, and it could like really change the whole like viewership of your stuff. But I bet it's fun. I, I, people like the random interactions. That's why crowd work works so well sometimes. Oh yeah, it's like oh, it's actually genuine. Do you think crowd work is ruining stand up comedy? No. Do you think crowd work videos is ruining stand up comedy? No. Okay. I don't because that's what it's turning into. Yeah. Um, I think to say, I mean. People like it. So yeah. the fact that we wouldn't do it, I think if you wouldn't do crowd work because you think it's ruining material, I, I think that's dumb. If that's who you are, fine. But to say it's ruining stand-up, stand-up is our random thoughts anyways that we end up editing. Yeah. That one's just a fresh one there. Yeah. Now, people think, oh, that's what it's going to be the whole time. I get why people say it. Don't get me wrong. I 100% understand why people say it's ruining it. But let's be honest, every show is going to have that. So to say that's not what it is, it is what it is. I think the only problem that I see with it was seeing like a, a Matt Rife or or someone who you see these clips where people are just yelling out things. Yeah. It gives people permission to do that. It's dumbing down an audience that doesn't 
see stand up comedy often. That's you fair. Know? That so it's I'll like agree with. they 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 think that they're oh I'm part of the show when that's not every comedian. Exactly. And also, Matt has the 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 thing where he can edit three nights of yeah. shows and edit you what the good part was. Exactly. And he doesn't burn any material, which is always nice. Which I love. That's like. A lot of people put crowd work out because it doesn't burn material. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to put those jokes and you can say in the next city. But that crowd work is never going to happen again. So that's perfect. You know? It is. And I that I would say is definitely a negative where it's giving people permission to, or like they assume, oh, this is our show. Yeah. No, this is – it might be your night out, but it's not your show. Yeah. You're not ever helping the show. No. And they think they're helping when all the laughs happen, but – that they have to realize doesn't happen all the time. Oh, that yeah. that part of the it doesn't happen all the time is true. Where not every shout out gets that unbelievable ten million view clip. Yeah, it's wild. It's but I I mean he does well. He does well. He's doing great from wild now to what's his new special? OnlyFans, I think. I haven't watched it yet, but I've seen a lot of his crowd work stuff. And yeah, I he's see. good. He's quick on his feet. I had a buddy on Wild and Out. Carter, if you're watching this, get a special. Get a special. <laughs> <laughs> Carter Deems, very funny kid. He'll be touring around here somewhere. I think AJ is opening for him. I'm glad AJ put his out. Yeah, AJ's was so good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So well done. Uh, and I was talking with him. This is probably going to get it out. But uh, I was talking with him, and I was like, hey, you have so much things that you didn't say for that special. Yeah. I was saying the same thing, too. I was like. Where's this, that, there's and the no other? There's no soup. There's no kids today. There's like no, cl- like, there's a lot of stuff that he still has in the tank if yeah. he wanted. But yeah, he's like, yeah, it didn't, it didn't fit with the flow of it. Well, it's nice seeing him write more, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's always writing and always wanting to do that. But you, he, you know, when you do it for so long, like, getting the affliction down for a certain joke or yeah. just seeing the repetition of like, all right, this is where it hits. This is where I need to draw it out more is so crazy. But at the same time, when you're just only doing mics, it's a little bit harder, you know, because you also don't want to go in the same material that they've heard Tuesday over at and over Thursday, and you know, it's like, again. it's just, yeah, it's a lot. But yeah. When no, you, that would be, I struggle with like having opinions about, a scene or stand up for being only in it a year but i mean that might be the one thing i've noticed the most where people pander to the stand up comedians in the room and they get their laughs and then they become like crowd favorites i'm like that's not that right there is not what it's like all the time like you're writing for comedians you hope to one day never be performing for again <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about and it's hard to it's hard to not do it sometimes. Well, it's also you yeah. want to get laughs. Okay. Yeah. You sometimes know, you need to break an audience. Yeah. Sometimes you know that it's just comedians in there and you're like, well, do I just do my jokes that I've been trying to prepare for? Yeah. Because I have a show coming up. Or do I just do some stupid stuff that I know that only they will like? Uh, yeah. It's a tough one. It's Yeah. It's a very tough because mentally you're like, oh, do I Do you need a confidence laugh. booster or do you yeah. really need to go over the material? Yeah. That's, that's true. That's very true. All right. Well, we have some quick hitters. Yeah. Quick hitters with Michael Kuski. Here we go. Best vacation spot. Colorado. Colorado. Which just part? one. Just any part? Denver? Um, Boulder? What are we going with? Just uh, the Denver area. I, I got all my friends are there. This is me personally. All my friends are there. We. I just went to Aspen. 
Um, first time skiing on a mountain, oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I like warm weather, love it, but I'm not a huge beach guy. I don't need to. If you ask me, let's go to a beach and just sit there for an hour, yeah. I'll kill you. I mean, I'll wow. stab you with the umbrella pole. I can't do it. I'm an antsy person. I need to be active. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Best comedian that you like right now? Tom Segura. Tom Segura? A comedian that people should know about that not many people know about. That's tough. That's tough. Judd Rubinger. <laughs> if they listen to this, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, what sport are you best at? Lacrosse. Really? Play in high school? Uh, yeah. And college. Ooh. Yep. UW-Madison played, was technically recruited to play for the club team, which means nothing. You still have to pay to play there, but quit after a year and a half. Didn't like it? What, what position do you play? Attack. Okay. I think that's why I liked it so much. It's the only sport I was best at offense. All right. Hidden skill. I wouldn't say it's really hidden, but cooking. I cooking? would say I'm better than most, yeah. Best dish. Best dish. Oh, that is so hard. Oh, Greek food. Greek food? Yeah. Favorite dish to cook? Because I know those are two different things. Yeah. My favorite thing to cook or do is I got really into smoking meats like every other white guy um, in the pandemic. You are a dad. Yeah, I am a dad at heart. Um <laughs> When it comes to cooking, yeah. Like, that is something I hope one day, like, my kids are like, oh, dad makes this way better. Yeah. Like, right at a restaurant, like, dad's is so much better than this. Uh, is it because you're divorced in that scenario? Is that why the kids were saying 100%, that? 100%. Like, <laughs> like, mom's fuck making mom. it better. Fuck mom. <laughs> <laughs> Even in your fake scenario, fake scenario you're already I'm divorced. divorced. Yeah. <laughs> dad at 52. Dad makes <laughs> this so much better, mom. <laughs> mom, this is bullshit. One thing I noticed about you is you have your... You have your phone number on Facebook. Do I really? Guys, go and, <laughs> and call Michael Kosky, guys. Call him. His number's on Facebook. That's crazy. You can get it. I just did some research for, for the show. That's crazy because I wasn't allowed to have a Facebook growing up until either my mom was my friend on Facebook or she had my password. No. Because she, she works for HR. She's like, I you yeah. need to have a good like profile, good public image especially for jobs and now there's a video of me in a penis costume on the internet with millions of views so i don't think i'm getting any real job anytime soon <laughs> um but the fact that i think she allowed me to have my phone number on there is insane that yeah it's pretty well go get it go i'm gonna go if take that off up, if you want to hit up michael kuski go find his facebook no one fucking thinks me. <laughs> so you got any shows coming up i am doing i'm hosting for i forgot who um actually i don't think the headliners there uh sprecher brewing april 1st ope brewing ope. in west dallas april 6th and then i believe maddie's um in waukesha on march 21st heck yeah and then one thing some anyone want to know about you one thing that they don't know about you right now my biggest irrational fear is garbage disposals like getting stuck in them? No. Um, it's not so much irrational when I explain it, but in college, we would let our dishes pile up so high. And we basically said once there's an ass load of dishes, someone's got to fucking do them. It was always me because my threshold for yeah. cleanliness is pretty low. And I went to turn on the garbage disposal, and a shot glass was lodged in there. Glass came out, cut me in the neck. So now every time I turn the garbage disposal on, my head can't be over it. I got to, like, lean over to the side. That's that's a rational Yeah, fear. it's rational now. But if I just say my biggest fear is garbage, garbage disposals, it sounds pretty irrational. Yeah. Your biggest fear is glass flying Fly, And cutting me in the neck, yeah. yeah. That's fair. And your favorite podcast? It's definitely not mine. <laughs> um, I fucking... There are times I hate doing mine. Um, <laughs> I, I like it, but for a while, I was like, the 
people I was having on, no offense to guess, whatever, but um, it feels like you're pulling teeth. Mm-hmm. It sucks. Ones I like listening to, Two Bears, One Cave, Tom and Bert, but that I go in waves of that just because Bert gets annoying. And then, like every white guy, I'm selective with Rogan episodes. And I just started listening to Stiff Socks which is Trevor Wallace and Michael Bowles. They're interesting. They're younger. so High energy. Kind of, yeah, high energy. So yeah. probably those three right now. Would have been cooler if you said Judd your butts, but you <laughs> didn't. That would have been the perfect way to end the podcast. I can only give you one compliment at a time. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to get on the podcast while we're here? I mean, you can check mine out. Fat check Chance yours podcast. out. It's called... Fat Chance Podcast. Judd will be on it next or soon, yeah. hopefully here. It's on Apple, Spotify, it's everywhere. YouTube. It's nice that we actually get listeners now because of Selena. So once again, thank you. I will always be Team Selena. You could kill someone. <laughs> I am on your side through thick and thin, through Haley, through whoever, through Justin, through oh. whichever Baldwin shot and killed that lady. I am on your side. <laughs> that was her uncle. Yeah, <laughs> Technically, that was her uncle. I'm definitely Team Selena. That's, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm pro. <laughs> so, yeah. Anybody wants to see me... My all my tour dates are at juddremiger.com got a bunch of stuff coming up in April and March and May and all that stuff so see me other than that um, thanks for listening to episode 62 and as always we'll see you later bye that was fun <laughs>